This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. What is one big question? We're going to the FBS schools here in the state of North Carolina. One big question for each college football team that you're not asking but need to. We're going to start off. We're, I'm going to go in order of worst record from 2022 to best. And I'm also going to factor head-to-heads okay. into this a little bit as well. So randomness. like So it's not necessarily random, but there's an order. There's a reason for why I'm listing the schools in this order. Reason okay? for the madness. Yes. I don't want people to be like, oh, he said hit them last or them first. Right. Whatever. Let's go to UNC Charlotte. Let's go to the 49ers. Charlotte. I mean, it's really the only question for this team this season. What's your roster going to look like moving forward? Yeah. New head coach, probably turning things over a little bit. How are things with recruiting? I, I guess the real big question is what's your identity going to be moving forward, but what's your roster going to look like moving forward? So Biff Pogi, that's his big question going forward. What's your roster going to look like? Because I'm sure you can dive into the transfer portal. You can find some guys there. You can tell a lot of guys, hey, look, you might be at, an, at, an, at a Power 5 school, but you can come here and play right away, which is enticing for a lot of guys. So what's your roster going to look like moving forward with recruiting and all that? Because I'm sure there's going to be a heavy turnover in the next two years on your roster. All right, let's go to App State. Let's go to Boone. Your Mountaineers, Victoria. Yeah, let's do it. Can they be better on third down offensively than that'd they were be, last year? That'd be great. They only converted 38% of their third downs last year. It's not good. That's bad. Yeah. That's not good at all. That's why they were 6-6. Six and six. That's why they were 6-6. Six and six. Mm-hmm. Now, they had a lot of close losses last year. They did. But if you convert better than 38% of third down, you then might it's not be a loss. even better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chase Bryce, their quarterback from the last couple years, he's gone. Cameron Peoples, one of their top running backs, he's in the NFL now. So he's also gone. All right. Can you be better on third down this upcoming season? Let's go to Wake Forest. Team that won eight games last year. Big questions, obviously, going into the season about, all right, Sam Hartman's not there, Mitch Griffiths, new quarterback, all that, blah, blah, blah. Now, what's your depth at wide receiver looking like? Yeah. A.T. Perry, your top receiver, he's in the NFL right now. I think he's actually with the Chiefs. I could actually, I might be wrong. I know he's Saints. My apologies. He's, oh, okay. he's with the Saints. A.T. Perry's in the NFL. Now, we found out this weekend, Redshirt Jr., Donovan Green, their top returning wide receiver, he's out for three to five months with a knee injury. This is a, I saw reports. I know Mike Barber from the Richmond Times-Dispatch was reporting this. So that's not good for Mitch Griffiths. So your two of your top receivers from last year are gone. Now, Wake Forest has put out some pretty good wide receivers. They had some good receivers over the last few years. But now there are questions of depth at receiver again. A.T. Perry in the NFL. Now Donovan Green, your top returner, one of your top guys, out three to five months with a knee injury. So big question for you, what's your depth like at wide receiver? Let's go to the Pirates. Let's go to ECU. Also an eight-win team last year. East Carolina, Pirates, can you replicate the ball security that you had last season? Yeah. They only had five interceptions 
offensively. And they only lost two fumbles in all of 2022. Seven turnovers in 13 games. Not bad. That's phenomenal. That's incredible. Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone can do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. But Holt Naylor's your quarterback's not there anymore. So you got a new quarterback. Looks like I believe Mason Garcia. We talked to Mike Houston last week on this show. So I think Mason Garcia is the guy. He's been kind of waiting in the wings. Keaton Mitchell, their top running back from last season. He's in the NFL with the Baltimore Ravens now, if I remember correctly. But you also get a healthy Rajay Davis, hopefully this year. Okay, so he's coming back. He only played five games last season. Can you take care of the football like you did last season? Also, I'll throw a second question in there for ECU. Can your kicking game get better? I was just about to say. Can your kicking game get better? Can they we lost get those a, extra points? They lost a lot of close games last season. Yeah. They were only 13 to 20 on field goals. Yeah. And the big one was the season over against NC State. Exactly. Where you missed a PAT and you missed a field goal yeah. late in that game. That the PAT would have tied winners. it. Easy, or the, the the field goal would have won it yeah. in that season opener. Could have been a lot different of a season in terms of the record for East Carolina last season. Uh, but again, can you replicate the ball security that you had last season? Can you, I, I'd say that is a good thing because like, they were great. Again, only seven turnovers all last yeah. season. They're awesome at it. All right, let's go to NC State. Depth at linebacker. Drake Thomas. Isaiah Moore. Both in the NFL. Now, Peyton Wilson is back. That guy should have been a preseason all-ACC selection. He was on my ballot. Should have been. I wonder if people were holding injuries because he's dealt with injuries a lot throughout his career. Even dating back to high school, dealing with injuries. That dude's a stud when he's on the field. All right, so he's back. I know Jalen Scott, who's when Peyton, Peyton Wilson's been hurt in the past, has gotten a lot of reps at linebacker. So he's a senior. He's coming in as well. But who else fills these spots, right? Because, again, talked about Wilson and his injury history that he's had. He's missed quite a few games. And Drake Thomas and Isaiah Moore are in the NFL. So, yeah, you have Peyton Wilson. You have Jalen Scott. Who steps up and fills that void for them on defense at linebacker? Because last season, I thought, honestly, the strength of that defense last season was phenomenal. They're one of the best in the ACC, top 15, top 20 defense in the entire country. And I thought, my opinion, the strength of that defense were those three guys at linebacker. They run that 3-3-5 defense. I'm not trying to disparage or downplay any of the other guys that they have. I think their secondary returning is also, especially at corners, really good. Um, But the big question for them, can you replace that production at linebacker? Because those three guys... Were super versatile. Yeah, they could play up on the line of scrimmage or, or off ball. They're really good in coverage as well. That's the big question for them moving forward. All right. So the next one, let's go to Duke, who had nine wins last season. Big question for them: Can you win on the road? 
that's the big question for Duke this upcoming season. You finished nine and four last season, first year under Mike Elko. Great season. You only went three and three on the road, though. You lost 35-27 at Kansas. This is when Kansas was running hot early in the season last year. Another quarterback got hurt for the Jayhawks. This is when Kansas started off the season like six and zero. So okay, you went on the road to Kansas. You hit a hot team. You only lost by eight. So the one possession game. They lost 23-20 at Georgia Tech. Not quite a quality loss, I guess you can say. Then you lost 28-26 at Pitt. Now, Pitt's no pushover, but it's not the Pitt team that we saw win the ACC a couple of years ago when they beat Wake Forest, where you had Kenny Pickett and you had Jordan Addison. Not the same Pitt team. So you went 3-3 three and three on the road. Only one home loss last year. That was 38-35 to North Carolina, a game which Duke could have won that one as well. So all four of their losses, one possession games, eight points or less. Yeah. But three of them came on the road. Can you, win, can you win on the road this upcoming season? It'll be interesting. They're playing Connecticut on the road, yep. Florida State, mm-hmm. Louisville, UNC, Virginia. So I don't can know. Can you win on the road, Duke? The final one here, North Carolina. Now, a lot of talk about Drake May and the offense and things along those lines. A lot of big questions about the defense. But my biggest thing is, can the defensive front actually generate pressure on a consistent basis now defense yeah we want to talk about yards per play and like completion like some things like completion percentage some of those things those numbers can be a little bit skewed especially completion percentage right so that number can be inflated i guess you can say but the tar heels last season only had 17 sacks in 14 games they play in the ACC championship plus a bowl game. 14 games, only 17 sacks. If you also factor in, you only had nine interceptions. Let me say only nine. They had nine interceptions last season and only five fumble recoveries. So I like to use the term that some coaches like to use. is called splash plays, right? Because, yeah, you can stop a run for three yards. But what are you actually generating in terms of what they call splash plays? Sacks. Forced fumbles, fumble recoveries, interceptions, maybe in a safety or touchdown. Splash plays, right? Big plays. Yeah, you got to be consistent and, and you know, make stops when you need to. Get off the field on third down. But can you make splash plays? Okay? You combine 17 sacks in 14 games along with nine picks and five fumble recoveries. That's 31 splash plays over 14 games. That's barely over two a game. You need more. Drake May can't do it all himself. Okay? Can you, as a front, generate enough pressure consistently? North Carolina. That's going to be your big key. So, yeah, those are questions for all the FBS teams. One big question for each college football team that you're not asking but need to. Things to look forward to this upcoming season. At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. 
Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org.